number two of the Bill Michaels Show. How we looking? Today is a day of uh, a lot of questions. Question number one. Is this the week that Aaron Rodgers makes his decision? Question number two. Um, the Devontae Adams issue still looms. Will they get him done this week? Or do we look at next Tuesday, a week from tomorrow, as the day that they tag him? Question number three. Who's the team to beat in the Eastern Conference of the NBA? I still think it's the Bucks, but a narrow margin. A narrow margin. I, I believe that uh, Brooklyn is a good team. I just don't think they're ever going to achieve, even though they're taking away the mask mandate in New York and and such, and Brooklyn and such, uh, KD can't stay healthy. He's always going to have somebody fall on him, and, and he's going to end up hurt. Uh, Kyrie is going to be coming back, but we'll see if Kyrie can, can do anything consistently. Um, once they lift that mask mandate, most likely he'll be back in the building and be able to play full-time. Um, I really like what Philadelphia has done. I've just never been a big believer that James Harden is going to take you to a championship. And just Harden can go away at times. Not to say that Middleton can't, because God knows Middleton all of a sudden just, he can't hit anything. And, uh, you know, Drew Holiday, uh, Drew Holiday and company, they just, uh, you know, all of a sudden, just you know, just can't figure it out. Giannis is playing well, but they've got they, they've got some issues, consistency issues, I guess the Bucks Bucks do. And then uh, you know I was watching Bobby Portis after the game the other night, um, and he was very honest. He's like, "Look, we just can't effing figure it out." The third quarter's been their bugaboo. They just they get outscored, and they, they get outscored by a lot in the third quarter. And, but to me. It, it, while the shooting prowess in the third quarter has been bad, okay, and we all can admit that, their third quarter defense sucks. I don't know if it's just a rotation. I don't know if it's just whatever it is they're doing at half. Maybe they're giving everybody gummies. I have no idea. But their third quarter defense sucks. Just sucks. So I don't I, I don't know. I mean, if you fix that, then the bugaboo for the Bucks is is gone. And I don't think they're a team that can be beaten. So we'll find out. See if they got some of the same uh, tenacity, some of the same luck that they had last year. I mean, remember last year it was, you know, KD was on the line. Had he been back in another inch or two, maybe we're talking about a different scenario for the postseason. You know, luck has to play into it. You got to be good. You got to be healthy. You got to be hot. And you got to be lucky. All those things have to kind of, you know, transform themselves in, into a streak to get you there. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to grab us, let us know. Let us know. Uh, and then, can the Badgers win tomorrow night at home at the Kohl Center? We thought maybe sixth place, fifth place would be a good finish, you know, for Greg Gard's crew. Coming off of the season last year in which it was not as good as what many expected, Obviously, the things went on in the off season. You thought, "Oh boy, this this may not go in their direction." You're just hoping to get back into the top six, top five, and right now, they're looking down on everybody else in the Big Ten. It has been that good. 
It has been that good. And kudos to Greg Gard and the way this team has played, the way they just kind of scrapped, the fact that they continue to win games by six points or less. And I don't know what the statistic is, something about 13 or 14 wins or something like that that they've gotten where it's six points or less and one of the only teams in in the NCAA to do that. And, but right now, 14 and 4, 23 and f- five overall. And they're number one in the, they're number one in the Big Ten. So, I mean, kudos to them. Big game tomorrow night. Purdue, a game behind the Badgers at 13 and 5, 24 and 5 on the season. The Purdue Boilermakers coming to town. Coming to town. Can't wait for tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to that. I got a meeting tomorrow. I'm going to get home early, and uh, I'm going to sit down, and that's um, that. That's the hunker down game. Wisconsin, number 13 in the AP, number 12 in the coaches' poll. Purdue, number four in the AP, number seven in the coaches' poll. Big game tomorrow night out at the Kohl Center, and that place will be packed. It's a whiteout. It's going to be rocking. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Uh, 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, 877-867-1670. Um, this is from Mark. Uh, Mark said, uh, tomorrow night should be a lot of fun heading out there. Do you think the old fuddy-duddies, F-U-D-D-Y, uh, the old fuddy-duddies will get off their hands and actually make some noise? I, look, I'm, I don't know if, um, I haven't been to a Badger game this, this season. So I don't know how loud it's been. Uh, Rowdy, you guys have been out there, and Evo's been out there quite a bit. I know Ben's been to a couple of games. No complaints out of the Cole Center, right? Actually, I haven't been to a game since right before COVID. Okay. But then, I mean, I know people have talked about the Cole Center being somewhat miss. quiet. Yeah, okay. Uh, but I would assume for a big game like this tomorrow night, the place would be just rocking. You right? would, you Especially with the mask mandates. Do they still have the mask mandate inside the Kohl Center, even though the mandates are going to be lifted tomorrow? I couldn't tell you. I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb since uh, everybody loves to keep these mandates around and say they would. Hmm. I hope not. I hope not. The numbers have been at the lowest since going back to midsummer, early summer last year. See, I was just at the uh, state wrestling tournament at the Kohl Center just this weekend. There were, yeah. there were no masks. Right. I would hope that there aren't, considering the numbers continue to go down and cons- considering it's, you know. And he, I got a friend of mine who works at Freighter Hospital that was telling me, too, that the numbers are way down. They're not seeing some of the panic cases of people that, you know, come in with colds and sniffles and they still fill beds and stuff. But for the most part, they said the numbers have been dropping steadily. So maybe the worst is over. Well, with this Bucks team, though. I, see, me and Ebo have talked about this pretty much all regular season. Yeah, I'm kind of just thinking, you get the top four, you have a guy like Giannis, let's just get to the playoffs. Right. I'd agree with that. Just get to the postseason. And I feel like all that, you got to do is get in with him. That might clear up some of their uh, defensive struggles too. Is actually starting to care because we talked about it's like what even is the regular season NBA anymore? You have Kemba Walker saying, "Yeah, I'm good. I, I don't have to play the rest of the year." Right. I look, I I agree that the regular season for the NBA is somewhat boring. Uh the only portion of the regular season I have taken a lot of pride in is watching the Lakers completely implode. I have loved every minute of that. Not the fact that uh, KD went down with a gruesome ankle injury, but 
But the fact that they just it, they got booed off the court yesterday, that was fantastic. Well, I'm was, enjoying that. It was finally like the "ha, I told you" moment finally for LeBron, or I guess LeBron haters. Because remember, going into that season, they got about every old guy that's ever played in the NBA to sign with that team, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh. "I never thought they'd be good." Did you ever think they'd be good getting all that? The you know the the old dudes to come back and all play together. I never thought they. Well, be it good. depends on when you ask me. If you asked me in 2010, I'd say yeah, they'd be really good. But but in 2021, right. no. no, they're all washed. No, they're they're done. I mean, even LeBron is looking, you know, because I know LeBron made the statement about general managers and putting the Lakers on notice and how he might go play with his son, and I, I understand all of that. But LeBron, even LeBron's better days, uh, he'll give you games, but he won't give you seasons the way he used to. His better days are behind him too, and you can clearly see Father Time starting to catch up, without a doubt. He's going to hang out, play one year with his kid, and then that's going to be the end of it. Do we even know if his kid is going to be 100% in the NBA here in the next couple of years? Because somebody will take his kid to get LeBron for his last season. The little sideshow one year right. where, like, I know I don't think Charlotte would do it because of Michael Jordan, but like a Charlotte type franchise that just right. does it just for the views. Right. Somebody will do it. Somebody will bring them in. They'll play together. It'll be, you know, LeBron Jr.'s first year, dad swan song. They're going to pack houses everywhere they go. They'll pack the house every night, whatever arena he happens to play in, and then he'll go away. That'll be the end of it. Because he's already, like I said, he's already looking. He's still got game to where he can he can still get it done if he's got pieces around him. But if he doesn't have the pieces around him, then, yeah, he's not to say that Giannis you know, need, doesn't need pieces. He does. But LeBron looks a step slow, um, just just not on his game. It, it where it used to be every night he was just he was the man and he's not the man as much anymore. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, if you want to find us, please feel free to do so. Uh, Tidbit says CBS Sports just said that Adams and Rogers' names were left off of the announcement of the Packers playing in London. Well, it's because there's no decision yet. Uh, Devontae Adams is technically a free agent. So you can't put him on there. He's not even on the roster. If they franchise tag him, yeah. But and and then you don't want to, you don't want to put it out there. If uh, if Rogers is not going to be there, you know you don't know. So no, you wouldn't. We wouldn't put it out there yet. Yeah, the post he's referring to it's uh, Lafleur, Bakhtiari, Jair Alexander, uh, Rashawn Gary, and Aaron Jones. Uh, Jules says LeBron's having his best scoring season. Right. Who else is scoring on that team? It's not Westbrook. It's not Day, uh, Anthony Davis. Nobody else is scoring on that team, Jules. Just because you look at that number alone, and that doesn't tell the whole story. You, you Jules, I do watch the NBA, and you're wrong. If that's the only that's the only number you're looking at, then you have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Somebody has to score, right? And LeBron James is the one who handles the ball the most. There's nobody else on that team that's challenging him, and there's nobody else on that team that's having a decent season. He's having a good year, but he's still he's he's a step slower than he has been. Well, that's part if you watched any of the NBA, you'd know what the hell you're talking about. That's part of the reason why the Lakers are in ninth because right. at this point, LeBron is still a great player. I'd still probably put him in my top five if I wanted to win a championship this year. But the guys around him are ancient, and Anthony Davis just they need him to be the number one, and he hasn't been able no. to do that 
No. See, LeBron used to be the hands-down number one guy, done. He could take five scrubs and put them in the championship. Five nobodies. Can't do that anymore. That's my point. That's my point. He's not the same guy. He's been, he, you know, I mean, just look at the other night. He just got beat up. 877-867-1670. So, yeah, that's that's my point. Is LeBron's not the LeBron of, of five, ten years ago. Understand that. If you think he is, you're an idiot. Because if you're looking at just points scored, then obviously you're not looking at the overall who's scoring on that team consistently. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk more about this, but we can also talk a little bit more about, uh, I know there's people chiming in on the Green Bay Packers in London and all the freaking out, and I don't know what more to say about it, though, to be honest. The other thing that I wanted to get into is the relevancy uh, of missing the boat, and I still I find this head-scratching. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED everywhere, everywhere. Whether it's uh, right here in our own backyard or uh, across the country, whatever it happens to be, call them, 414-455-4451, 414-455-4451. That's the New Mail Medical Center. Give them a shout. They can do it for you when it comes to low T. They can do it for you when it comes to ED. Or if you're looking to lose a little weight, want to shed some pounds, the All-in-One Weight Loss Program, it works. Yes, it does. Give them a call. 414-455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Good Monday to you. Sunny, warm. See everything outside, just uh, stalagmite icicles. Just dripping. Dripping right now. I'd like to think that uh, we've got a good dose of, of spring right around the corner, but... Uh, I, I, I'm not, you know, stupid enough to think that we're out of the woods. I think you know, I've, I was here, was it five, six years ago when we got the Mother's Day snowfall? Got like six, seven inches on Mother's Day. So now we, you know, that's in May. So we're not out of the woods by any stretch of the imagination. But I will take the warmer weather. We'll take the warmer weather. Like it. I was out uh, kind of walking around. Yet, although the wind was a little bit strong on Friday, but yesterday uh, and Saturday, but yesterday wasn't bad. Today's going to be even better. Today's getting up close to 50, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. This portion of the program, by the way, brought to you by our good friends over there, Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. Hey, uh, kudos to Ryan and the gang over there. They raised, I think it was over $13,000 for the autism, uh, for autism uh, over the weekend. They did the uh, ice golf on Pewaukee Lake. Kudos to them. And they had a great... Great turnout. Big selection of brews and cocktails. Fresh-made food over there. Bands, ticket giveaways. they got a meat raffle going on right now. Go to Curly'sWaterfrontPub.com. That's Curly'sWaterfrontPub.com. Or follow them on Facebook. Great place right over there. Off the water uh, on Pewaukee Lake. Also, don't forget, uh, when you're out in that direction, just south of 94 and Highway 67, say hi to our friends over there, Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Wisconsin Harley. They have new bikes coming in, like, by the moment. Uh, new bikes Used bikes. They got a good inventory of used bikes. If you would like to uh, check that out, check out Wisconsin Harley Davidson. Go to wishd.com. That is wishd.com to see the inventory. They have new motor clothes coming in for the summer. They've got a huge clearance room. So if you're looking for some uh, stuff from left, which is on discount, we all know that, uh, from the, uh, the wintertime. They got a huge discount room plus parts, accessories, really good service department. And come the summer. They are your home for a lot of big events. And I think Bikes and Brews is actually coming up. 
They do a whole evening uh, of bikes and brews. These craft breweries come in. They put them all throughout the showroom. Uh, the bikes are all over the place and stages and music, and it's it's a really cool event. So bikes and brews is coming up. Go to wishd.com. That is wishd.com to see all that they have to offer. Um, this is uh, Mike says, sorry if I've missed any of the prognostication on the London dates. Um, uh, but it goes on from there. Uh, I You know what? I don't know. I hope the Packers lose a cold weather game to London versus a warm weather game. I hope they lose a December game or a November game versus a September and October game. Because September and October, for fans, now I know we all think, you know, it's great. You know, you go up there, freezing temperatures, you, you get the advantage. Uh, and I don't know who the opponent's going to be, by the way. For those that are asking, I, I don't know yet. I don't know who the opponent's going to be. But uh, with with the games that they have, um, I, I look, I don't, it, it doesn't matter to me. I, I, it doesn't matter to me. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. I just want to see him go over there and win. You know. Uh, the Green Bay Packers excited to make our initial international debut during the 2022 season. This is a statement from Mark Murphy. He said our fans in the UK and elsewhere in Europe have been eagerly awaiting an opportunity to see the Green Bay Packers play in their backyard, and that desire becomes a reality this season. It's going to be an honor to represent the NFL as well as Green Bay and the state of Wisconsin internationally. This will be a great opportunity to introduce the Green Bay uh, Green Bay in our area to an international audience and uh, encourage fans in the U.K. to visit Lambeau Field and northeastern Wisconsin. Uh, we're looking forward to playing in the Hotspur Stadium. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and reconnecting with their organization after they visited Lambeau Field prior to the building of the new stadium back in 2016. So there you go. The Packers heading across the pond. I don't know when you get tickets either. Uh, Scott says, how do you get tickets? I, my assumption is just like you normally would. Just, just like you normally would. There's still going to be eight home games at Lambeau Field, you know, so I'm not fretting about that. Not too worried about that. Um, Chris says, uh, I'd love to go over uh, the pond. Will there be a group that uh, um, you, you basically are looking for like a Packers fan tour? Um, you probably have to go to Packers fan tour, the Green Bay Packers. Packers will know that. Uh, I, I would love to put... <laughs> I, Ant, and uh, Bruce both say the same thing. I, I put together a whole uh, big unit flight, and we can all fly over together. Oh, I could only see that trip. Oh, I, I think, first of all, we'd only, we can only take one bag because I think they'd have to pack the rest of the plane with beer, right? Pack the plane with beer. The, beer, the, the plane will be weighed down. Everybody gets one carry-on and one 12-pack. <laughs> yes. I like it. I like it. Um, Rudy says the same thing. I would love to go to London. Just don't know what the uh, affordability rate is going to be. Who knows with this economy if it's going to be completely outrageous just to get there. I, I look. I'm not an I'm not an economist. You know, 
I just, I talk sports. I enjoy being behind a microphone and talking about the local things that matter to people and the one thing that, uh, and, and the things that people want to talk about the most. Uh, Jessica says, what are the likelihood Aaron Rodgers actually makes the trip and goes to London or is playing for someone else? I think, Jessica, the likelihood is pretty good. I've said all along, 75, maybe more percent of me says Rodgers is going to be here. I, I still believe that. With everything that's been said, I know that he went on the Pat McAfee, or not, I know that he texted Pat McAfee and says that he categorically denied that he wanted to be the highest paid player by a large margin in the NFL. He said it was categorically false, I think was his response, if I'm not mistaken. And then everybody started to get into the wordplay. Aaron Rodgers, because we all know you got to be perfect with Aaron or he'll call you out, right? So the question was, he was asked if he wanted to be the highest paid player in the NFL by a large margin. And Rodgers said that's categorically false. It was never, do you expect to be the highest paid player in the NFL? So, and large margin is a point of reference to the person that it's being asked to. He could think of a large margin as $20 million more than everybody else, and $5 million more than everybody else is not a large margin. That's categorically false. So I, I don't know. Does he need 50? Does he need 20? Does he need 10? I, I don't know. He's got a pretty good – somebody just posted this picture of Aaron Rodgers and his bevy of mansions. The smallest one of the bunch, obviously, the one uh, that he lives in in Green Bay. But it showed his homes, and I don't know where the hell it went. It was over on Twitter, but it was a cool picture. He's got a lot of cool homes, man. I can see him rolling up in those cribs. Nice. I think he just drives a pickup truck too, right? I don't think we. I don't think we've ever seen uh, Aaron Rodgers rolling up in, you know, like an Antonio Brown type of situation where he's rolling up in a Ferrari, a lime green Ferrari, or or Lamborghini. He's coming in, uh, you know, a, a Rolls Royce white ghost or something. We haven't, we've never seen that, right? I don't know what he drives. I think it's just a truck. Then again, maybe that's just a deal he has in Wisconsin. I, who knows? Uh, Alex says two things. One, the Green Bay Packers, will they have enough hotel space to host the NFL draft? And I think the Bucks can beat anybody uh, if they're all healthy. Uh, first of all, yes, I believe. Yeah, um, the Packers... Mark Murphy had put together a plan with the uh, NFL a while ago, and they really felt like they had a legitimate shot at getting the NFL draft. I think they still do. So to answer your question, they don't have enough hotel room for space for a Super Bowl, uh, and they don't have the right conditions for a Super Bowl. But they do have, in my opinion, enough availability for uh, the NFL draft. The draft is not as it, – it's, it, it's attended by fans, but not nearly as much as you would think. Okay, it's not 80,000 people crowding into a stadium, plus sponsors, plus parties, plus it's that's not it. The Super Bowl is an event, a week long event of massive parties and major stars and big venues and tens of thousands of hotel rooms and it, it's it's just if you've never been, you don't understand the magnitude of a Super Bowl from the time the the teams land on a Sunday 
to getting to the next Sunday as to what goes on. I mean, it's the players' parties. It's it's the leather and lace ball. It's the cigars with the stars. It's the the taste of the NFL. It's it's the commissioner's ball. It's the NFL. Uh, you know the the honors. Um, you know show. It's it's all of that has to be encompassed into one one area, and the Packers just don't. They, you know, Green Bay just doesn't have enough to do that. Even if and you don't want to split it up to say that you've got half of it in Milwaukee and half of it in Green Bay, you're not going to do that. And even so, I don't think Milwaukee doesn't have enough availability. So, uh, and as far as your uh, comment about the, the Bucks, I'm still going to be living by the wait and see. I still think the Bucks are a, a team that is getting back, so to speak. Uh, Rick says an F-150 Ranch King. I, I thought he was driving a pickup truck. You're right. I thought he was driving a pickup truck. Uh, he also said there are Packer pubs in London. Oh, you know what, Rick? They're everywhere. You, you know, the old I don't even know if it's in existence anymore. There used to be a website called southendzone.com that would tell you Packard bars everywhere in the world. I don't know if it's I haven't even gone there in years, but um but yeah, there was there was websites for all of that. And we got a guy, uh Grandma McDowell is a uh, a listener and I he has been a faithful listener for 15 years. Uh, and he's in Glasgow, Scotland and they've got bars over there for Packers fans. So it does not surprise me. I I bet you you could pretty much throw a dart at a globe and find a Packers bar near that city whatever that dart goes in. So uh relevancy Let's talk about that when we come back, shall we? Stay tuned. This portion of the program being brought to you by our friends at Milwaukee Brewing. Did you stop down there this weekend when the, the Bucks were playing on Saturday night? Go over to MKE Brewing, 1128 North 9th Street, right in Milwaukee, right next to the old Pabst Brewery, a locally grown craft beer company. They've got game day watch parties right there in the brewery. Stop in, whether it's UWM, Marquette, Admirals, Bucks, shows. Like yesterday, there were people down there because they were going to see Jeff Dunham down at the Fiserv Forum. All kinds of stuff. It's MKE Brewing right there on 9th Street. And the, when it opens up in the summer, go upstairs. The patio overlooks the downtown and the Fiserv Forum. Beautiful. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Yeah. Good Monday. Sunshine. All good. All good. Liking it. Liking it a lot. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends out there in uh, Johnson Creek, uh, Lyle and the gang at JL Tire, featuring Goodyear, Dunlop, Kelly Tires, but they're best known for their wonderful service and all the great deeds they do within the community. Uh, and if you're an over the road driver uh, and you're looking for repair or just maintenance, yeah, by all means, uh, check out JL Tire. Go to JLTire.com. That's JLTire.com, right off of 94 in Johnson Creek, just north of 94, as a matter of fact, and uh, they're in Watertown as well. And uh, stop in and tell Lyle we said hi. Lyle's such a good guy. I say this all the time. And uh, anybody that has ever stopped there that said, hey, uh, Bill sent me, I heard about this place, and when they meet Lyle, they're like, wow, uh, you're absolutely right. Just what a wonderful group of people out there. That's JL Tire. Uh, right there, uh, north of 94 and John, the Johnson Creek exit. So stop in and tell them we said hi. Um, what else we got here for you? We got all kinds of stuff, uh, that I want to get into, but they're missing the boat, missing the boat, relevancy, major league baseball. They've just showed up uh, a little while ago. 
the two sides. They've got video of everybody getting out of their car and walking into the meetings. And, you know, they, they've all got their briefcases and their backpacks. And they all look like they've got something, you know, urgent. But the bottom line is, and I said this last week, this is your time, man, if you're Major League Baseball, when you're grabbing headlines. This is your time. This is when you should be gearing up for your season. You know, you got you still got more moves to make, more teams to bolster. You know, we should be sitting here talking about the projections for the National League and the American League. You know, you got the big news of the day, Derek Jeter stepping down as the uh the CEO of the Florida Marlins when his group took over that that franchise and they basically run it right into the ground. So the, the, there's the, there's all of this right now that they could be capturing and this little bit of dead space that the NFL leaves you. They give you this little, you know, because what we do, okay, this is the way the year goes. January, New Year's Eve, drink up, eat up, kick a little ass, have a little fun, bam, right back into the postseason for the NFL. Then nothing exists. Nothing. We pay attention to the NFL right through Super Bowl. Super Bowl's over. You got a little bit of discussion about that. We talk about the commercials for a day or two, maybe a little bit coming up in free agency. But then, then pitchers and catchers report. And you got that video. There's some guy that's changed teams. Scherzer getting a big deal and he's warming up and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And we're seeing it. And then we can start to smell it, you know, here in Wisconsin. Suddenly you can almost get the sense of the brats and that smell of the parking lot, you know. You can hear, you can hear the beer opening, right? You can smell the parking lot. You can hear that, you know, when the baseball hits that asphalt, the kid throws it, the other kid misses it, you can hear it, you know. You, you can hear that, you can see it. You know it's coming, right? And, and, and baseball at this time of year, we'd be on the MLB network and it would be on the four letter network and would be on every channel. We'd be seeing all the different, you know, guys coming into camp and what cars they're driving and beautiful weather. And no, we're not getting any of that. What's dominating the headlines right now? Two big things. Will Mike McCarthy be the coach after this upcoming season? And Aaron Rodgers, when's he going to make his decision? That's it. It's Packers and Cowboys all the time, right? That's it. Maybe where Russell Wilson ends up, maybe, you know, Kyler Murray and, oh, my God, his his agent, that whole long dissertation. Did you see that thing come out today? They posted that thing. After about the first five lines, I just went, thank you. We get it. You want more money. Okay. You're a good quarterback. You were really playing good football until you went down with the injury. When you came back, you played subpar. Okay. When it comes to wins and losses, it's not fair to attach wins and and losses to a quarterback, but you're about a 500 quarterback. Okay. But you want money, lots of, lots of money. And Kyler Murray's unhappy and the direction of the franchise and all that's ancillary crap. Cause we all know if you got a big contract, you're staying and you're shutting up. Okay. That whole long diatribe of crap was just basically saying, show me the money. You sign, you, you sign your deal. You're in, you know, you show me the money. Okay. And your team's like, no, we don't have to. No. No, it is what it is. So baseball has this self-imposed deadline of today. They have to reach an agreement today. So as a baseball fan, and I love baseball. I really do. As a baseball fan, I'm sitting here. My phone is right behind me. 
And uh, I, I, the picture that I have on the Bud Light live stream is not the one that I really wanted to have up at this point in time. I didn't change it. My bad. But right here, my phone for those watching, it's right here behind me. It's right here. It's ready to buzz. As soon as I get word that Major League Baseball has reached an agreement, we're on the phone. We're figuring out where we're going to broadcast for opening day. Okay? Kristen and her friends, they want to get tickets. They want to go. They want to go to opening day. They're going to buy them over the weekend. And I said, if they don't come to an agreement, opening day is gone. So you don't know what day opening day is going to be. Because if they don't come to an agreement today or tomorrow, chances are they push it back a couple of weeks into the second week, maybe, third week maybe, of April. You lose maybe a week's worth of games, two weeks, you know, ten games, something like that. You're going to lose. Okay. You get to uh, 152 games, maybe 150 games. Get a little extra time to work things out. But there's no guarantee they're going to come. And quite frankly, while over the weekend they tried to be optimistic, well, we've we've hit on a few issues. No, you haven't. You, you've got so many. You've hit on a couple that you said, okay, we acquiesce. Great. But when you, when they say, are you guys closer to getting an agreement? Did you see him? Did you, did you see him? Did you see Rob Manfred? They asked him, uh, uh, Commissioner, are you any closer? And he was like, he looked like he wet himself. Like, oh, my God, is that Pete? Oh, he, he, he looked like he had no clue. He's asleep at the wheel, man. He doesn't care. He's an attorney. He's getting paid. That's all he cares about. I don't think he cares about the game. Not the way Bud Selig did. Not the way you and I do. So I think he's just like, ah, if we do it, we'll do it. Great. Great. It is what it is. So anyway, long story short, I think Major League Baseball is missing the boat. I would be, I'd be, I think I'd be surprised today if they came to an agreement. I really would. I really would. I think I would be a little surprised. I, I really get the sense they're going to lose maybe ten games. It's not what the owners wanted to do, but I think that because they're and the players are the, the like the bottom line is the players want to play. Players want to play, but they want to get paid. They want that's they have more power and have more guaranteed money than any other sport. And the players in Major League Baseball know it, and yet they still want more. So both sides are greedy. Owners aren't going to open up the books. They're not going to say, here's what we got going on. Here's what we're making. Here's what we have. Here's the value. Here's all this. They're not doing that. So the players don't trust them. Players don't trust them as far as they can see them. I find it interesting because when the owner comes down and he's interacting with the guys and they're high-fiving and laughing and joking, it's great. But the minute they become a group on both sides of the fence, they hate each other. You're a liar. No, you're a liar. You won't show us this. Well, you want this. You want this guaranteed. You know, what happens if you end up breaking your knee and you can't play anymore and I still got to pay you? Well, you're a liar because you won't show us the books and you won't show us the money. No, it's funny because when you put them to get together collectively as a group, they hate each other. Can't stand it. Not as far as he can spit. That's about as far as they trust each other. That's it. So we'll see if they actually get a deal done today. Hopefully they do. But they are really, really missing an opportunity right now. And the ones that are taking advantage of it, I believe, uh, the NBA is is getting as, as much pub as any. And um, obviously, uh, you know, the NFL. And <laughs> let's be honest, you don't need to be a PR student at any university at this point, whether it's UW-Madison or Marquette or UWM or Green Bay. You, if you're a PR person, all you got to do is go, hey, Aaron, do something. Nobody's watching anything right now. Do something, and Aaron Rodgers owns the spotlight. 
Aaron Rodgers could take a picture of a hemorrhoid right now, and we'd be freaking out. Oh, my God, he needs surgery. Surgery. It's going to delay his decision. Well, that's cold in Green Bay. That might chap his ass. Oh, my goodness. Whoa, Nelly. He's heading off to a warmer climate. <laughs> that's the way we would be. We would analyze the hell out of it. So he's taking advantage of uh, no baseball right now. Uh, stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Welcome back. Glad to have you. It's a good Monday. Enjoying the day. I can't wait to get outside and do something. I don't know if I'm just going to walk around the yard today and find things to pick up. I think it's going to be kind of wet and mushy, but I can't wait to get outside. I just can't. It's going to be near 50 today. Right now, 44 degrees and continuing to climb here in uh, the area in which I live and where you're at. Hopefully it's warmer. You've got uh, you got good, uh, like I said, a lot of questions. A lot of questions today. One, uh, who the Packers opponent is going to be over in London. And you know what? Whenever you say London anymore, because of, what was it, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I think was the movie. And when the guy on the beach says to him, sound like you're from London. Everybody says that now. Whenever you say London, somebody will always say that. You sound like you're from London. Somebody always says that. I don't know why they do, but they do. It's kind of irritating, actually. Uh, But (laughs) that being said, so you've got who the Packers opponent is going to be. Is tomorrow going to be the day? We hear from Aaron Rodgers in any kind of a decision. We're probably, I can almost say tomorrow is going to go like this. Can I make a prediction right now? Can we do this? See if I'm going to be right or not. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It is going to go like this. If Rodgers makes an appearance, if he makes the appearance, they're going to start out by saying, hey, what you got going on? You know, all that kind of stuff. He'll talk about some deeply philosophical thing or maybe describe the you know, working of his colon or so. I don't know. Uh, and then they're going to get on the the highest paid player topic. And he's going to go, I never said that. I've never wanted that. I've always said it's not about the money. Uh, you know, I just want to be able to, you know, be happy. And we are in a really good place. And, you know, I just, uh, you know, I want to see. I, I, you know, I haven't really made a decision yet. And. You know, I'm just kind of, you know, feeling how things are going. I've promised them I would make a decision before next Tuesday, and I don't want to leave the franchise hanging. You know, they've treated me really well, and and you're going to get a lot of that. And people are going to go, well, see, he never said he wanted to be the highest paid. Well, he might not have said it. Doesn't mean his agent didn't. And it doesn't matter what you say. The question should inevitably be, if you're Pat McAfee. Now, McAfee, I am sure... McAfee does not want to ask these things directly because that's his guy. He wants to keep his guy on the air. 150,000 viewers, whatever it is, wants to keep his guy on the air. So he's not going to go, Aaron, here's your salary cap situation. We know what you make this year. Green Bay is a great spot for you. If you stay, would you consider taking a pay cut? Would you go to Brian Gutekinds, keep Devontae, keep these guys you know, I've made almost $300 million in my career, plus endorsements. Go ahead and, ta- I, you know, I'll play for $10, 15000000 this year. Would you do that? You're never going to get that question. So the next question I would say is, okay, let's Aaron say they want to make you the highest paid. But we know the salary cap ramifications. We know what's going on right now. We're watching guys restructure, take lesser deals. Okay, we know what's happening. 
So if they come to you and say, we're going to make you the highest paid player, why, if you know you're going to lose guys because of it, but you want to keep the band together, you want to have a legitimate shot at a championship, why would you sign that? Why would you not say, you know what, that's great. Thank you for wanting me, and I appreciate that. But give me a long-term deal and give me $20 million a year. Let's, let's, let's cut it down. You know, if I go five years at 20 million a year, that's a hundred million bucks. I will have made 400 million, almost a half a billion dollars in my career in Green Bay. Are you kidding me? You know? So, you know, maybe get a, a bonus or something if you win a Super Bowl, you know, whatever. Right? That's it. You're not going to hear any of that. He's going to say it's not about the money. He's going to say he never asked to be the highest paid player by a wide margin. He's never going to ask any of that. He's never going to say any of that. He's going to deny all of that. You know why? Because there is an absolutely, positively, no win situation for him to say that. None. 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 There is no win if he says any of that, if he admits to any of that. Think about it. Because there's people that say, well, he didn't say it. You're right. What player comes out and says, I want to be the highest paid player? There's there's few and far between. There's people that will say, I want to be the highest paid wide receiver. I think I, I, I've earned this type of respect. And we all know R. R equals dollar sign. Respect equals money. That's what it equals. So he's not going to come out and say that. He's not going to do it. So I, I, that's why I'm not like holding my breath that there's going to be some big announcement and people are going to go, oh, boy, how about that? that? ain't happening. I think tomorrow is going to be, uh, hey, we're getting closer. You know, I really am looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to that. And maybe he'll give you one of those well-thought-out Dalai Lama-esque things that he says, and we're all going to analyze the hell of it. What did he mean by that? What did Aaron mean by that? Who was laughing in the background? Was that Mark Murphy? Was that was that Matt LaFleur? Was that Brian Gudikins laughing in the background? They're supposed to be in Indianapolis. Was that Shailene Woodley's dad? Was it her mom? Was it Shailene? Are they back together? Are they not back together? I thought I heard a dog fart. Does he got a dog now? I didn't know that. All that kind of stuff. We're going to analyze the hell out of it. Right? It's what we do. It's what we do. I get it. So we're just going to kind of wait to find out and... Hold our breath and kind of go from there. Um, Matthew says, hey, what do you think of Brock Lesnar? He was, wasn't he uh, at the NASCAR race yesterday? I could be wrong. Wasn't he at the NASCAR race? Did I see him yesterday at the NASCAR race? Um, I could be wrong. I'm Brock Lesnar, big dude. Other than that, doesn't trip the trigger. Two hours down, two hours to go. More of the Bill Michaels Show next.